Yo, 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 yo. We back. It's a Susie and Susie show. Yo, we just came up with that right now, y'all. We got still got that fire. We did not rehearse that at all. We did Could you tell? I don't think they could. I think they were like, this is a rehearsed thing that they're going to be bringing around from city to city. It's a tour of just that. Our rapping tour. Just get started. Hey. We're just the like hype girls before yeah. like the actual talent comes out. Well, speaking um, of rappers, uh, we have a lot of interesting information to handle over for you guys. Handle over? I don't even know what segue that was. You're, a better segue could have been, speaking of rappers, it's time to wrap up the year. Oh, like, shit! Like, you're so bad at could this. Could you tell this year as a writer? Yeah, right? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. Happy fucking new year. Woo-hoo! Thank God this bullshit year is coming to an end and we can move on with all of our lives. You know, globally, this was a really awful year crazy year <laughs> the worst like it was year a in worst. recent history in recent history definitely yeah um so what we thought we we have a huge announcement for you but before we get to that we thought we'd have some fun and uh you know kind of recap all the bullshit that happened this year. and you know what like maybe maybe a few good things happened so maybe we'll discuss some of the good things like kanye the west good, uh, uh, rainbow bad. hair I it's think so that. gross. I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> it is the grossest. It's like sherbet. It's so disgusting. It is. What is that guy thinking? Yeah. Like Kim. He's, he's and then Kim got it. a lip ring. I don't know if it's real I or not. I don't know. Like, are you trying to be like Avril Lavigne? You know, all a lip ring hurts is your friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so bad. And even that dress that she wore um, at the Christmas party the for coming one? out, like, it's so ugly. Oh, I thought it was, the dress oh, was fine. I, was like, I had a problem with that. So much better. Maybe she's trying to match Kanye's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It was the wrong off a shade, Kim, off a shade. Oh, um, so guys, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna try to get through this quick, but we're just gonna read off some of our we have a few like we did a QA with each other that we're just gonna read off. So yeah, let's so start. Sierra kinda yelled at me a little bit because apparently I, we're not allowed to have same answers, but I was like Obviously, we're gonna have some of the same answers. I didn't yell at you. I just said it'd be nice if we. It'd be nice even if you didn't have the same answers as me. <laughs> All right. Say it like that. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Okay. Um. You know what? Let's start on a positive note. Woo-woo! Sue, what was your favorite global 2016 moment? My, I don't think there's a specific moment. However, I will say, um, my favorite global action that people engaged in was the collectiveness that colored people you know brought out to everyone like I love like obviously we did not expect to go through what we went through this year and there was a lot of fucked up shit let's just start from the shootings of young black men for no reason let's go to killing cops let's go to all of these genocides let's go to Florida let's go to this nightclub man like Paris like like, everything that's happening in the Middle East, like, everything that, honestly, even, like, in the Indian community, and it's just, it's so nice to have seen colored people. First of all, my favorite thing is the fact that, like, colored people are like, yo, if you don't, like, if a black person doesn't stand with an Indian person, then they're not, and they don't stand together, then nobody's going to stand with you in a, in unison, right? Mm-hmm. So I really love the fact that, like, even here in Vancouver, we had a Black Lives Matter march, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was successful. It's a huge turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the same answer. <laughs> no way. No, I did have that say. But I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I put the same thing, like, the the as awful as everything was, how united people became. And I specifically said against Trump. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, too, I was just thinking of before we started recording was um, another global thing that was huge. As much as I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan, she made huge strides for women. This, she like, really did. She's the first woman to ever be a nominee for a major party. And uh, and that's crazy. So yeah. she she was really, really, Even really on that close. note, like, I'm going to And she won the popular vote, actually. She so. did. And... I want to say I am also really impressed with, you know, obviously this election was really fucked up, and it is no, something that we're going <laughs> to really? talk about. But the thing is, I really, really am grateful at how many people were encouraged to be involved in politics. At yes, least be involved with yes. what's happening in the world. Like, the young people. The young people are getting more engaged in, in real life politics not just like oh my god did you hear what betty said to susan in the cafeteria i don't even know who betty and susan are yeah well they're that's how like uninterested i am in that right? sort of gossip yeah exactly yeah politics the next question is here is, is no. <laughs> no, that's not my, my next question is okay so what was your worst global 2016 moment i would honestly I think this isn't say surprising. well i don't think it's a surprising but i will say i would you know out of everything that has happened this year i will Never forget going to sleep wishing that those results were wrong and then waking up to the sad reality that it was just reality. Yeah, I was going to put Trump as my answer as well, except that I saved him for another question that I'd asked. But, yeah, it's that I think was a shock for the entire world and disgusting. Um, uh, so definitely a worse moment. But my second, and this is the answer I ended up going with, was Harambe. Mm-hmm. Like, R.I.P., my gorilla. My gorilla? <laughs> R.I.P. my gorilla. <laughs> but um, honestly, though, that was, you know, as much fun as people joke and, and people get over dramatic with those memes about for Harambe or like, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But in reality, like, it's a really sad story. Like mm-hmm. this kid, his parent wasn't paying attention to him. Kid falls in the enclosure. And so it's the gorilla, like the gorilla gets shot for it. Like what in... That, and even the, like, that was so fucked up, and then even, like, the woman who left her, like, not left, I don't want to, no disregard to, like, disrespect, sorry, to her parenting, but. No, it's hard to be a parent. It is very, And she had more than one kid with her as well, Exactly, the the alligator situation, um. That is different. That was fucked up. Because, I'm sorry, but, like, I feel like that's the first thing you think when you go to Florida, though, you're like, uh, alligators. Uh, uh, And also, it was, like, her youngest, the the youngest kid, there's two adults there, I think. It was the whole family. Yeah. It was the youngest, like, what kind of, like, the kid was young, like, oh, I don't know, that's you. That, That, I don't know, man, I don't know. My heart goes out to you, babe, and your family. Yeah, because... You killed your child. <laughs> and here's okay, Harley Sierra with our next question. Moving on. Hey, okay. Um, so back <laughs> on what's really important. Favorite 2016 gossip. Um, let's let you go first because I'm not like too into this shit. Um, we had a whole podcast about it. Obviously, it's Kimye and Taylor. That like was like two months of my life went into like reading everything about yeah. like everybody involved in that. Mm-hmm. And 
it's really fucked with Kanye, obviously, because look at his hair color now. And, like, and then plus anything with Taylor this year, like, her and Tom Hiddleston. Like yeah, she Taylor got, had a year. She got him to wear, and she didn't even drop an album. I don't even like the bitch. She didn't drop an album, but she had a year. She did drop off that treadmill to Drake, though. That Trump was man, funny. Trump 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 Trump. Trump. And then he danced, he fell to her uh, bad blood with, yeah. the, with the... With his uh, weights or whatever. Yeah, um, but honestly, like... You know, she breaks up with her longest relationship of a year ever, and then like so judgmental you and are. Then I'm just saying, and then she <laughs> dates Tom Hiddleston and gets him to wear an iHeart TS fucking tank top before dumping his ass. Like, I used to like Tom too until he dated her. Anyway, but um, yeah, anything like the Kimmy Taylor show was so good. I would say it was definitely Kimmy, but you know. On the topic of Kim Kardashian, I, I'm a conspiracist, so I'm going to throw this out there. Now, this Ooh. is this might be a little bit salty for some of you. Um, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But, you know, I personally believe, like, social media is, it has this, it releases dopamine in your brain. It has the same effect on you as drugs. And, you know, everyone needs to balance it out. Now, when you're somebody like Kim Kardashian, who's essentially built their entire career off of utilizing social media, it's very fascinating to me that she posted photos of her security guard, of somebody trying to attack her on her social media, and then, boom, this Paris robbery happens, and then, boom, she's out of it. Now, I wouldn't say that... It was fake. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's some fucked up shit that a person has to go through, and I mm-hmm. respect your healing process, because I don't know how I would heal through that. However, as a conspiracist speaking, that's well played. Well played, bruh. Get off the social screen. Like, get out. Well, that's the thing, too, is the more time she spends off social media because of this, whoever, the more whoever, money and the more exactly. she's going to get, like... She's going to get paid like a yeah. motherfucker when yeah. she goes back As soon on. as she posts, like, I, every few weeks, I'm like, has she Instagram? I yeah, go, like, I'm I on check. the girl's Instagram, like, yes. girl, where you at? Oh. I miss seeing your fucking sexy body, though. Oh, Yo, oh, okay, oh, she's oh, body like goals. A... It keeps me motivated at the gym. Even though it's fake as fuck. I don't know. I'm more into Chloe's body now. Oh, Chloe's, Chloe's body is like, I'm damn. I'm not that tall. I'm not that tall. <laughs> I know. I'm not either, but I'm closer to her height. Yeah. So, because Kim's pretty short. Yeah, Kim's like short. Um, Actually, yeah. too, another fucking great, speaking of the Kardashians, though, was all the shit with Black China happened this year, Holy, too. the Kardashians that had a big such year. That was a good fucking, like, goth. That, that was, a was good, great. Even the, the Kylie, um, Kylie and PND, and, like, yo, yeah. God bless Kalani for, you know, making it through her shit this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some good. So at least there's that positive. Shitty year, but great in terms of gossip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sue, so what was your saddest? There were so many celeb breakups and divorces this year. What was your saddest celebrity breakup? Okay, I you guys, you know that I'm not... Re- like, I love Drake, and that's pretty much where my celebrity <laughs> obsession comes and goes. Um, so I would have to say, you know, I was really hype over the fact that like, when Rihanna posted, oh, when he extra on her Instagram, and then when he posted, like, about his girl. Like, I love it. she got a tattoo, it. like, yeah, about him. You know, oh. I really loved their love. Um, I feel like we got a little bit more inside to their love, and we learned a lot more about even songs that were written about her, written about him. Um... So, yeah, I would personally say, like, my saddest celebrity breakup would have to be Rihanna and Drake because I really feel like, you know, growing up in media, growing up in the game is very different. You're a very different person, and, like, they would get each other in a very different way. But I don't know. that It, it kind of made me sad. 
you know what's really sad to me is there are so many celeb couples who had been together for so long. Like, mm-hmm. I wrote out the list just to kind of, like, of the long, like, Tobey Maguire and Jennifer Meyer, Naomi Watts and Leif Schriever, Joshua Jackson, Diane Kruger, I love them, uh, Sharon Osbourne and Ozzy Osbourne, Brad and Angie. Oh, yeah, that was uh, a T.I. and Tiny just divorced. Like T.I. Oh, and Tiny are done? Like, oh, two weeks ago. Like, not even. Like, I was like, I wonder what his tour's going to be like. Though. But, like, they were uh, together for, like, a long time. But I yeah. have to say, um, I honestly, I couldn't really choose. I was, I was like, upset by a lot. But one of the worst for me, which is weird, is uh, Demi Lovato and Wilmer Valderrama. Because I felt like they were so cute and they've been together they, for a while. They go back to, they've been at it, like, on and off for eight years, brah. They're not going to break up. I don't know. All. I think they're, like, done, done. Because she started dating somebody new and I think they're still together. Like, and mm. usually they break up and then, like, they don't date other people. What if I said my saddest um, uh, celebrity breakup was Taylor Swift and Tom Wilson? I'd say go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to say to turn the tables around, I want to say that the best celebrity breakup yeah. was Jenny Slate and her fiancé because then she ended up dating Chris Evans yeah. and had the best 2016 out of all of us. Yeah. Because she went from dating this, like, whatever dude um, who she was going to marry, and now she got fucking Captain America. Woo! So that's goals right there. Upgrade. You get it, Jenny Upgrade. Slate. <laughs> um, okay, so saddest celebrity Look at how she death. changes her voice. Saddest <laughs> celebrity death. But okay, yeah, no, no, we're changing, we're changing gears here. We're, soon. we're gonna, we're gonna bring your hearts down yeah, to that low. We lost vibe. a the lot of people. Oh my god. Yes. And I don't want to jinx it, but I have a feeling we're losing somebody tomorrow. It's the last day of the year. Well, when you guys listen to it, it's today. But it's <laughs> the last day of the year, and I don't know. There could be one big person who's gonna. All right, so Sierra's going to predict somebody's death. I'm going to sit here and uh, say I'm really, really sad that the world had to lose Prince. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's who I chose because I feel like um, Prince, he he just, he pushed boundaries and also, like, I, I feel like so true to music, so true to, like, so much great what music, music yeah. is to the world. Yeah. You know, like, on a soul-to-soul level, like. That's some sad shit for the world to lose. Oh, a hundred percent. I um, I was trying to think of people who weren't super popular, but to me, the person that's the hardest for me, um, because I was a huge fan, um, because I'm a Potterhead, and um, Die Hard is probably my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever, was Alan Rickman, and mm-hmm. he died on my birthday. So oh, for me, damn. it was devastating because I was a huge fan of his. Yeah. And he he passed away on my birthday. And, uh, so the first thing I saw in the morning was happy birthday, Alan Rickman died. And I just like started crying being like, this is the worst birthday ever. Um, so I was devastated. And then I also said too, because a lot of the people who died obviously weren't super old, but it's a lot different when you lose a 20 something year old versus like a 60 something year old. Mm -hmm. And so I was really devastated when Anton Yelchin and Christina Grimmie died. Because I was going to say Christina. She was 22, she was, so was killed yeah. by a crazed fan. And Anton Yelchin died in a freak car accident. He wasn't even on the road. His car backed up into him. Yeah. Like, and he was like 27 or something. Like, yeah. that is, to me, like 20-something-year-olds, just that's oh, devastating. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. So that's why I put them as my... Yeah, I would, I, the, like, ugh. It's devastating. And, you know, like, I feel like that's the scariest that being thing said, of fame like, is to, you know, put yourself in a position where, yeah, the world is very, 
you know, you oh, have your Christina? protection. Yeah, you're, yeah, you are so protected. Yes, like, you can protect yourself as much as money can buy, but also you need to put yourself out there as much as money can buy um, to succeed in this world, which is, like, it's just the way it works. You need exposure. And, like, to fear your safety in pursuits of your dream, like, that is something really hard to swallow. It's It's really sad. And to think, too, I think... When you're starting out, I think that you are in a different place where, like, first of all, the bigger you are, the more security and more um, lengths you take to keep yourself safe because you know that's a threat. But when you're starting out and you're not super big, I think one of the things that you give your fans is you're very humble and you give them your time and energy and love. And so there's so many people who, starting out in the beginning, do meet and greets. Mm -hmm. and, um, And they go up to their fans after their sets and, like, things like that. And after you hear something like that, I would understand why somebody wouldn't want to, but it sucks because, of course, you want to meet these people, and, like, it's just, it's It's amazing meeting people who have watched your content. Like, I mean, I've only felt Oh, my God, are you really going to, like... one time Sierra and I were out at a diner, and somebody came up to me and was like, hey, I saw your stuff. (laughs) I was like, yeah, my YouTubes. (laughs) When was that? I was not there for that. You were wasted. It happened, though. What the fuck are you doing? This is a made-up story. I'm not making it up. Literally, the other night when we went out, somebody came up to me at Lucy's and was like, hey, I watched all your stuff. Remember? That was <laughs> your, your roommate's <coughs> a friend slash acquaintance. Yeah, her friend slash acquaintance saw my stuff, bruh. That's a fan. People are hearing the story being like, this girl is fucking psycho. Okay, let's move on. Um, what was your favorite music moment of 2016? Because music was dope this music year. Music was unreal. Right? Positive. We're moving to positivity here. freaking real, bruh. Okay, I will have to say, um, hands down to J. Cole, because I have seen uh. So many times without releasing a new album, and you blessed my ears. Deja so Vu. So good. What's up, what's up? Um, Childish Gambino, uh, thank you for always uh, remaining really, really integral. And you are even so integral. fucking took a total 180 on yes. his music, yeah. and fucking, like, 70s, like, 80s, like, it was just, like, this, uh, like, love homage to, like, the best music ever. Totally. It was so good. Yeah. Oh. Um, Drizzy Drake, Views for Life. Yeah, I know you yeah, like all about that. Always gonna love you. Okay, <laughs> all about Drake. Um, you know, Beyonce's visual album. Uh, um, I think that that was very healing. I think it was healing for Beyonce, and I also think it was really healing for her fans. Um, I think that... I was healed. Well, you <laughs> know, the thing is, like, Beyonce, she... One thing I do like about her is when she puts her energy into creating a message or a con- like some type of content that will make people think, I feel like she's always very successful at it. Yeah. You know, she's not, I'm not like hella hype over her the way Sierra is, or <laughs> most people in this world, to be honest. Um, but I like the fact that she led us into a part of her soul and her life and her heart that was probably really hard to let us into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see how beneficial it was for the world to see her triumph that. I think with her, you can see her growth mm-hmm. as not just an artist, but as a person. Yeah. So her first, like, I think all of her albums are fantastic. Yeah. But the difference between her last two albums is is just incredible in the growth of character. Oh, totally. Because she has just gone from, like, this very... And she still is very much crafted into whatever person her publicist wants her to be, and she mm-hmm. wants to be perceived as... But that being said, she's gone from this very cookie cutter, like, almost like a good girl into, like, talking about sex and, 
talking about her issues in her marriage and talking about being a black woman and talking about black rights and like she's just changed mm-hmm. and I like I wouldn't I don't think she's changed that. I don't think she I think maybe her public perception has changed I think oh, Beyonce sure. is like it's kind of like Rihanna right like Rihanna's not this pond of replay like little girl but at the end of the day she God needed to be that person for like her her label to put her out onto the the scene but Auntie the reason I love the Auntie album is because it's a hundo P Rihanna. If I feel like it's Rihanna mm-hmm. in authenticity. And that's what I think Beyonce did for her fans. Like I personally really liked I Am Sasha Fierce. Uh, the black and pink album. Is that just Beyonce? Is the that black the name? and pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just it's self-titled. Yeah. yeah, so that album and this album, I feel like Beyonce was just so much, so honest, so raw. Like I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I a lot of what you said was on my... I said to you... For me, there was so many great, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so snotty right now because I'm coming off of a cold, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but uh, I'm trying to breathe, it's very difficult. Um, So all of the pro-black albums that came out in 2016, like Beyonce, obviously, Childish Gambino, A Tribe Called Quest, uh, J. Cole, and Common, they all dropped very pro-black albums, which we needed this year, we really did, but I have to give it to the fucking moment music moment of the year for me is fucking Solange oh yes I'm sorry but like I I love Beyonce but to me like how hard is it to live in the shadow of Beyonce like it's already hard when you have like a sibling Mm -hmm. but like the talent and like she's literally one of the most beautiful women in the world her talent and like people literally worship her yeah well I noticed and so fuck off how hard is that to come out of that shadow and Solange has made a name for herself in terms of being a fashion icon um I like a natural hair envier like I fucking want her hair and um one thing I've always admired about Solange um she's just I don't know but to me my perception is she's unapologetically herself Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, um, I mean, so many people love Solange, but then she fucking dropped this album, A Seat at the Table, which the whole thing is about the black experience and is the most, like, raw and, like, realistic and most Mm -hmm. necessary album to be dropped this year. Mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, not only is it, like, relevant and needed, but it's also incredible. Like, it's a really great album. Yeah. So she, she was my, I was so impressed. I'm, like, still won't stop singing all of, like, Cranes in the Sky and Mad, and I'll sing all of them for you later. Mm. <laughs> next, okay, next, next question. <laughs> um, a favorite TV show or movie of the year? Um. Okay, so I have a few. I am going to start saying, uh, you guys, if you follow you my You have Insta- a few? Yes, I do. I know. Oh, my God. I, I will say first, visually, I love Deadpool. If you guys follow my Instagram, yeah. you know how much I love Vancouver, and I am so grateful that Van City Ryan Reynolds put so much, like, epic, epic Vancouver scenery in there. And it, it, it was so, like, it was just, like, everything. Like, you know, I just loved it. Um, you know, I'm not going to say, like, I, I did originally write down a TV show, but what I'd rather talk about as my favorite um, TV show, essentially, it's not really a TV show, it's my YouTube stars. Like, I really want to, like, give oh, a hands good, down yeah. to, like, the Indian girls, like, um, like Superwoman or Farah or Liza who are showing people in the world that like I just think 
as a child growing up, like, I didn't have anyone to look up to. Mm -hmm. Like, in, in Indian culture, like, how do you, like, go and you be, like, you know, like, this new person in this country where your parents are immigrants and, like, you're, you're Canadian. You go home to this immigrant home. You go to school to this Western world. It's kind of a mind fuck. And I'm really, really grateful that Indian people are making major waves and that they're not with a fucking accent. They're not taxi drivers. They're not corner store people. Yes. They're regular. Aziza Zari, master of nine. <coughs> oh, my God. I Hands fucking, down. did that come out this year? It did, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, why is that I on any of my list? I fucking love that show. Yeah. I think it's just because it came out so early in the year, I forgot that it was yeah. this. I felt like it was 2015, but no, you're right. Um, what a good show. Yeah. You know, there's this movie called Lion You Should Watch. It's about Indian... No, I'm kidding. It's like, it is, but you know what, though? I hate when people do that when they're like, <laughs> oh, there's this black movie I just watched the other day. Um, you might like it. <laughs> no, it, but what I'm trying to say is just, like, in general, like, I really love the fact that, like, for Indian people, like, I love the fact that you're crushing stereotypes. Like, even, I'm, I'm going to really apologize. I don't know what the show is called, but it's about a show. My, my brothers are watching it. It's a show about um, an Asian family. It's and I is it Kim's convenience? I I, I maybe I don't. Oh know. my god, I'm obsessed with that show. And it's it very is a well phenomenal done. show. It's like these. Is it Canadian? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kim's. Yeah. Conven- I'm almost positive. It's, Kim's, it's so good. I so I would never like funny. imagine the day I got to see like an an, an Asian family. Yeah. Like just no like accent, no fucking they, stupid shit. They somewhat are a stereotype a little bit, but, but like, you have in to a also really stereotypes come way. from somewhere, right? But also stereotypes, yeah. They're sometimes very accurate exactly. like in Even a way Jane that it's virgin. like okay to make oh yeah that's... i love jane the virgin because abuela like the grandma always speaks in spanish which is yo you're not gonna go to my grandma's house and expect english spoken there and it's just like i love the way that the women are so strong the women are so bonded like looking at that like that's how i grew up and it's really cool for people to be able to relate to that what about you darling now she's gonna have a long list. I would like to say first of all that I actually I had to double check with Master of None, and you're wrong. It came out in November of last year, oh, so 2015. I'm so sorry. I only had to point that I didn't want to embarrass you, but but I, then I just chose to anyway. But I had to point it out in case we had any listeners who had <laughs> to say something, so I beat them to it. Um, okay, so I was gonna say something similar. Is my favorite shows of this year are because of the accurate portrayal of Black people mm-hmm. on it. So, um, Insecure, Issa Rae's show, oh my god, it's so good. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Mm-hmm. And Donald Glover's Atlanta. So, Childish Gambino, I think, has had, like, the best year Childish ever. Childish Gambino is the he shit. He became a father. He He birthed, like, the greatest show, one of the best shows of the year. Yeah. And he's also dropped, like, a, kill, a killer fucking album. Yeah. Like, best Hustle year Hustle mode, life. beast gang! <laughs> um so yeah that show's amazing and they both got nominated for golden globes so black people doing it right and then also i want to say um stranger things is amazing as Mm -hmm. most people know westworld and yes westworld i really want to watch everyone says it's good but here's the thing is you get stuck i keep landing on reddit and reading all of the theories for the show do not do that i wouldn't because i literally spent hours on reddit just being like oh this is a theory that i believe in or this is oh this is even better like Mm -hmm. anyway um and then the final like i'm only going to talk about shows because i did watch a lot of great movies this year but i just feel like tv is literally at the peak of like it's just the best thing to me Mm -hmm. um is watching television stories play out over movies right now and I'm obsessed with This Is Us. It's so well done. I don't mm. even really usually like... Like, it's on NBC. Who watches NBC anymore? So the fact that they dropped such an incredible... 
like incredible show with a great cast and just it's such a like normal story ish not really a normal story but it's like it's nothing exciting it's not like Westworld has so much going on because it's fantasy mm-hmm. um and it does such a good job of it it's just very heartwarming um but yeah those are my those are my shows that I'm into this year thank god for those Dope. um to get us through the shitty year okay so <laughs> your favorite personal 2016 moments why don't you start with that I think we have the same answer well, I would, I would really say, um, well... Working with me. Working. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, my first biggest personal goal, I think, would be, um, I took a course. I'm not going to mention which one because I'm not allowed. But I took no, a geez. course, and it just really taught me to not box yourself in with your thinking. I think that, like, my personal um, highest achievement is realizing that, like, your, your life is constricted to the way that you can choose to constrict it with the language that you yes, choose yeah. to use kind of thing, right? So, like, I was in a shitty job, and it's nice to just, like, all right, I'm going to quit because, like, that's not the end of the world. It's, like, you just figure it out. So I think realizing that you're not stuck, um, and the one that I'm sure Sierra is the same as is working with me. But, um, <laughs> I said working with myself. Yeah, that was my yeah, answer. Yeah, you fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I, I would be that... Um, I, it was really, really cool to meet somebody who we've already been friends for some time, but like to sit down with somebody, have a conversation about creating something and to finally have that conversation with somebody who's like, okay, let's just do it. Like yeah. a doer instead of a talker. And I think that this year, the personal goal, like I would say, regardless, you know, putting my YouTube out, putting this podcast out, putting my videos out, it's, it's just, it's not the content necessarily, it's the process of actually doing what you're going to say, doing what you say you're going to do. Yes, I I totally agree. I think that for so long I've been so scared of doing certain things because of what the outcome could be. And uh, I definitely feel like this year I started to achieve some things and do things that I actually wanted to do and just mm-hmm. was too afraid to do. And now I'm feeling less afraid to do those things, even, you know, when there's negative uh you know, you never know what's going to happen. No, and, and negative feedback be, comes. Yeah and, yeah, and you know what? At the end of the day, though, at least I fucking did it. Like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm working my ass off doing three jobs just to be able to do what I love. And at the end of the day, that makes me happy. So um, I do feel like this is a really good year in terms of, like, learning and growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would agree. And, yeah, I said the same thing, like, this podcast and working with you, what we're working on next, which we're going to talk about very we'll find shortly. Out very soon. Very soon. Um, Okay, so let's move in into our least favorite personal 2016 moment. What's your least favorite? Um, I felt like I regressed a little this year in terms mm-hmm. of where my life is at. Um, you know, I moved back home with my mother, gag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Mom, no. Um, yeah. And... Uh, just I'm at a different place financially than I once was and I just feel like regressing because in you look at we've talked about this before but you look at that like how you stream like how you live your life Mm -hmm. and the path we're all supposed to be on and I had been making those steps sort of appropriately Mm -hmm. minus a few missteps but you know I was kind of on my way there and then now if I look at where I am in terms of that path I'm way further back, but maybe in terms of the path I actually want to be on, I'm closer to it. It's just a difference. You know what I mean? I I think... I'm not making sense. No, you make total sense. I I do want to say, though, like, not this is an advice podcast or anything, but I do think that success is not linear, and I think that Mm -hmm. society has presented its own formula for success, but that also helps 
them go- the society like them I'm such a conspiracist um, <laughs> it, hel- it helps society govern us as well now you can look at this as a sense of regression um, but you know like I I moved home for six months at the beginning of this year and I, like at the time I was like oh my god I'm like why am I in this position and blah 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 but I look at it like moving home at that point propelled me it also was a time to be at home heal like be around family like I think that if you look at it as a sense of regression then that's it's like it's just on you right like and even like taking financial step steps backwards can also be like you're also allocating your finances into what you what actually yeah. matters like what we're about to announce now i don't i don't think you need to think about that see that's what i'm, I'm thinking is that it's not a necessarily a terrible thing but it's just it feels weird it feels weird i yes. get that it feels like it's very weird to have moved out and moved back home i respect yes. that so you mm-hmm. know but uh i'm not too worried about it yeah. so i'm about to be rolling in it <laughs> She about to be rich though. Bye, mom. <laughs> Bye. Okay, what is your your least favorite personal? Um, I would honestly the same same shit. Like it's just growing pains. I think the least thing I least favorite thing I ever went through this year. Um, I had moved away for a lot of years and I moved home this year and you just literally copied my fucking answer. No, no, no. I mean home in the sense I moved back to Vancouver. I had moved out of the city and moving back to Vancouver, back to the home that that you grew up in, you learn a lot about like you, you obviously you are your friends with people because they feel familiar, but really you're not you don't really know them anymore. And I think that would be the hardest thing I went through this year is actually who still fits into my life as Suming Condola 2016 and who just worked in my life when I was young. And, like, it sucks. Like, you know, like, some people you just don't have the same values as them. Some people you just don't really like anything the same way. And it's hard to lose friends. But I think that it's it's just growing pains. Well, also, we're in an interesting position because, you know, we've been so busy lately. And I've had so many friends who just are not, excited that I'm busy which I understand you want to see me I'd want to see me too I'm awesome Mm -hmm. but like you know it's great when like my best friend literally like I told her I felt so bad because it was her birthday and like I just wasn't really around like I hung out with her one day but I'm like I'm just not really around for you right now because I'm so busy and she was like it's fine you're working on what you love like I want you to be happy and work on what you love oh I really liked what she said she was like um She's like, I have to be the good friend right now and respect that you're busy. Yes. I really liked when she said and that. And, like, that to me, like, you know, those are the people you keep in your life. Because they have to oh, understand, yeah. like, not everybody, like, you have to understand struggle and hustle and what people are going through. And I think it's, we're in that position where we need those friends. So, yeah. like, good friendships are so important when you're in this position, right? Oh, totally. And regardless of which position you are, I think it's just, it's learning who actually has your back versus who wants to have your back or says they have your back. Because they also want to be rolling in it. Yeah. With and me. It, it's the truth, you know, and you, you <laughs> go through really, I think you go through really, at our age, you go through a lot of really hard shit. Like, essentially, like, even, like, it was bad with me and my best friend. Not bad, but it was just hard to relearn how to have each other in our daily lives yeah, rather than having just, each other on the phone yeah, cities away. I feel right? you. So it's, it's just a lot of learning, a lot of learning. Growing pain suck. Yeah. Just listen to some ludicrous. <laughs> Me and my crew. Okay, girl. Um, okay, so we have, okay, so one more uh, before we get into our last little. Okay, so something that you hope 2016 won't take with it. 
So we want to leave this in 2016 so that we can go into 2017 without this. Um, on the topic of that, I want to leave. Um, I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote Kalani here. Oh, a Kalani Not quote. Drizzy. Not Drake or Not, Kanye. I, I could do Drake. No, no, no. Let's hear but the let's Kalani hear quote. Um, where Kalani in Doesn't Matter, she says, um, I left a lot of people in last year who claim that they've been here for the past year. Yes, yes. So, peace out, motherfuckers, you done. <laughs> Exit, Dolly. <laughs> you can burn with 2016, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I like that. I, uh, I'd like to leave some people, too, but, um, I said I want to leave America's bullshit. Do not bring your fucking <laughs> bullshit of your stupid-ass country <laughs> into 2017 that trumpy ass his crazy ass cabinet like all of your racism and hatred and sexism and homophobia leave that bs yeah bye 2017 is gonna be good we don't need that no so why is 2017 gonna be so good sue what is the thing that you're most excited about okay so we we've been hustling we've been hustling we've been hustling all night okay so excited to let you guys know we have a huge presentation coming for you guys on February 22nd. This February is 22nd. Yes. It's happening. Yes. And as we spoke earlier, you know, at one point we were sitting at a random restaurant in the U.S. conversing on whether we should have a podcast or not, which was super fun. But I finally have convinced Sierra. Okay, you weren't the one doing Hey, the I convinced you a bit. All right, my girl. Oh. I had to come. I was like, yo, come on. Put that pretty face on the internet. It's just I didn't want to be in it. I wanted to just be, you know, writing it. But, you know, it's fine. Well, we are women of many talents. So yeah. we are officially happy and excited to announce that on February 22nd, you will be seeing us on the big screen. Well, not the big, big screen. This, the medium The size. medium screen. Depending on how rich you are. <laughs> You got I'll money though. Computers though, like um, we have a web series. Woo! Okay, and we can finally tell them what is our name of our web series. It's called How to Be Famous. Yes, because and we know how to be famous, so we're gonna teach y'all. We know how to be famous because we already are. We already are famous. Duh. All of, of our listeners. We are. <laughs> no, but for real, you guys, we have previously talked about our alter egos, we've talked about our fucked up personalities, and you get to see a really different part of Cece and Susu uh, on the show, and it's all about how we have our lavish lives. Yeah, guys, it's um, as simple as I can make it. It's a, a reality show mockumentary parody of how easy it is to be famous, because look, we could do it, so can you. Holla. <laughs> So, uh, we are so excited. We've been spending the last, like, like since October writing, and, like, we did this pretty quick. We, yeah. we wrote it, and we went into shooting it. We literally have one more thing to shoot, and then we're going into editing, and, uh, yeah, February 22nd, the first episode is going to come out. Um, but you need to be following all of our social media. Yes, we're going to have a contest for you guys. We have a few contests coming up, um, but we really, we really want to honor our OG fans because you guys have literally inspired us. You guys are half the reason why we like do what we do. It's really humbling though to like listen, yo, randomly one day I went to work and this guy's like, hey, I listened to your podcast 45 minutes. It's kind of crazy, but I enjoyed it. I was like, well, sorry, but I'm very- Is this another very- fake story? <laughs> no, it, neither <laughs> were fake. Neither of these stories were fake. Okay? Anyways, it is really, really 
humbling to know that you guys listen and like you guys give a shit. So for our OG fans, like we are gonna have a contest coming up. Make sure that you check our new Facebook page, which is hashtag How to Be Famous H to Be Famous, which we will link at the below at the bottom of at this. At the below. At the below. <laughs> we will link this at um, onto our our SoundCloud link, um, so you guys can find it very easily. And yeah, we just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, and I know you guys are really going to enjoy this show because it it is pretty funny. I mean, I might be biased, but it's pretty fucking funny. So, you know, stay tuned and pay attention to our socials so that you can share it and watch it and love it. And love it. And love it. And love <laughs> us because we deserve it. No, we don't. We do. We deserve all the well, love. Well, we do deserve all the love. We deserve we all the love. We put a lot of work into we this We put shit. a lot of work into this. Yeah. So, you know, guys, it's not easy making a web series, you fucks. Oh, my God. I love the people who are just like, what do you want to do? Oh, you know, I just kind of want to make a YouTube account, like, you know, become famous. And they're always just like, it's so simple. I'm like, do it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Show exactly. me. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to, we're making fun of all those stupid people. And yeah. all those people who have reality <laughs> shows for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Kardashians. Um. Wait, they but they're they're. I personally, I you know what I don't. You I, love them. I, I know. You I don't love, love them. them. I think they sell their soul to a very different level that I'm willing to sell my soul to. But <laughs> as as a brand, they are phenomenal at building a brand. Well, we're a great brand too. <laughs> so listen to our brand. We're pretty much the same, but better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so remember that it's February twenty second. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. everybody. Let's end this so I can go and jump off a bridge now. <laughs> anyway, guys, I really hope you have an incredible new year. Um, don't Cheers get to too 2016 fucked up. being over. Yes, burn this bitch down and may your 2017 be as blessed as ever. Hashtag blessed. Blessed. <laughs> anyway, let's just end this podcast so you don't have to listen to her voice anymore. Oh, fuck you. Bye. Bye.